Good morning, brothers and sisters. We meet again, and today we are going to go back to our text of Acts chapter 4 and finish up with the glorious response of the church when Peter and John had just left their encounter with the religious leaders who threatened them not to teach anymore in the name of Jesus, to not speak about the resurrection of the dead. Now, what they did is the right response. And this is what we want to be encouraged in today as we face possible similar situations in our lifetime. We do not know what is going to happen in our country. We do not know what is going to happen in our world. But we are encouraged throughout the scriptures to always be on the alert, to be ready to give a response when we are asked to, to be ready to give a defense of the gospel, not to be argumentative, but to be able to explain the word of God in the truth that it is meant to be explained in. It is not complicated. It is not hard. The word of God is joyful, and the word of God gives life. So Before we enter into the second part of this teaching, let's welcome the presence of the Lord again and thank him for what he's doing within the true church of the living God. Father, we do welcome your presence. We thank you that when your presence comes upon us, when your presence fills a room, it literally changes the atmosphere. So, O Lord, as we walk into this chamber where the word of God is going to be released, where the word of God is going to twirl as a dance through the air and into the scope of our hearing to go into our minds, to speak truth, to bring healing, to bring salvation, restoration, to remind us of the inheritance that belongs to the church, the true church of the living God. May we be motivated, O Father, to do the right thing and have the right response, which is to come into agreement with what you're showing us and to say, as Mary did, be it done unto me according to thy word. We pray this in the powerful, strong name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I invite you, if you have not heard the teaching that precedes this one, I invite you to go back and listen to it. It sets up the context of where we're going today. We are in Acts chapter 4. Peter and John have been brought before the religious leaders. They've been threatened. And again, they did not know how the situation was going to go. But they ended up going back to their friends who were waiting for them. And I want to start in Acts chapter 4, verse 23. And if you have your Bible, I invite you to read along with me. We're, We're going to go through the scriptures together. I'm just going to teach line by line. And we're going to look at this prayer. I'm reading out the Passion Translation, which uh, speaks in the way we would talk to the Lord in in common uh, vernacular today, in our common vernacular today. 
So turn with me, please, to Acts chapter 4, verse 23. As soon as Peter and John were released from custody, they went to the other believers and explained all that had happened with the high priest and the elders. When the believers heard their report, they raised their voices in unity. Now, this is an important part to what's about to happen. We want to notice the contrast that happens when this is approached one of two ways. Number one, Peter and John, as they're taking their account back to believers, the believers could have done one thing, which is to be very fearful and say, oh, Lord, what are we going to do? They could have decided, well, we need to go in hiding, and if they threaten us, then we need to gather our family around and make sure no one preaches in the name of Jesus. Have you heard what they've said? We, we need to, to not go out our doors. We need to make sure we've got everything we need right here and right now and not make a spectacle of ourselves. That, that would be one response, and that is a response that many people have had over the years in these situations. Or they can have the second response, which is the one we're going to read about, because they chose not to have the first response. They chose to do what you and I need to do in these situations. So be encouraged, church, as we look at their response. They raised, the believers raised their voices in unity and prayed, Lord Yahweh, Lord Jehovah. And when they are calling on Jehovah, they are hearkening back to his memorial name that he gave Moses in Exodus when he said, this is my memorial name to all generations. I am. And every time, brothers and sisters, we read in the scriptures where God says, I am, I am your healer. I am your savior. I am your banner. I am your provider. The word I am is Jehovah, the English translation. Yahweh is the Hebrew name. They're calling upon the great I am. You are Lord of all. You created the universe, the earth, the sky, the sea, and everything that is in them. Now, this is also key. They're going back to the beginning of the universe. Why is this important? Because every miracle God has ever done stems from this one event. It is by the word of God that the cosmos came into existence. And it is by the word of God that the lame man in Acts chapter 3 was healed. Peter said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. And who is Jesus? Jesus is the word made flesh. So when we hearken back to the creation of the world, we're going back to the God who spoke the world into existence and whose word carries that same power when we speak it today. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Every miracle comes from this miracle. So they know how to begin a prayer meeting. And this is about to be a prayer meeting of prayer meetings. In fact, some physical things are going to happen because the God who created 
the cosmos takes note of what their prayer is going to do. You spoke, O Lord, by the Holy Spirit through your servant David, our forefather, saying, How dare the nations plan a rebellion, ranting and raging against the Lord Most High? Their foolish plots are futile. Look at how the kings of the earth take their stand with rulers scheming and conspiring together against God and his anointed Messiah. In fact, Father, take note that Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Jews and non-Jews, met together to take their stand against your holy servant, Jesus, the Messiah. They did to him all that your purpose and will had determined, for the Lord knew what they were going to do. According to the destiny you had marked out for your son. So now, Lord, listen to their threats to harm us. Now, this is an important component of prayer. They are very specific. They're specific about the God they're praying to, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the God of Elijah, the God of David, the God of Jesus. They're praying to this God, and they're giving God an account of the situation they're in. These men, O oh Lord, have risen up against you. In fact, they, can you believe it, Lord? They're actually coming against you, the king of the universe. But, Father, we know that plans Gentiles and religious men make should not have any control over our response to carry out what you want us to do. So, Father, take note of their threats. And here we go, because the prayer meeting is about to begin. Now, again, they could have had a response of going into hiding, but they took the second response, and this is the right response. Notice what they pray for. So now, Lord, Listen to their threats to harm us. Empower us. (laughs) Empower us as your servants to speak the word of God freely and courageously. Stretch out your hand of power through us to heal and to move in signs and wonders by the name of your holy son, Jesus. Oh, boy, I'm excited right now. Because what's happening in this prayer meeting is they're making a, a petition to the Lord for him to ramp up their boldness so that they can become more bold, more courageous, and more empowered to not only preach the name of Jesus, but to keep demonstrating that he is risen from the dead and he is a miracle-working God and he wants to bring miracles to planet Earth. So they're saying, Father, we're not shrinking back from this challenge. In fact, they're doing exactly what David did when David came against Goliath. David looked at Goliath and he said, you come to me with a sword and a javelin. I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. I will take you down now and I will cut off your head. And brothers and sisters in Christ, (laughs) We need to have that same fervency when it comes to cutting off the power of the evil one who is trying to come against the word of God, the the activity of God upon the earth. 
who is moving and trying to release all of those who are oppressed by the devil. We have the good news. The devil is trying to march in with bad news. We are agents and ambassadors of the goodness and grace of God. The devil is trying to tell us how bad everything is. The devil is trying to threaten us. The devil is trying to make us go into hiding and keep us fearful. But the ambassadors of God need to rise up and say, in spite of all of the threats of the enemy, in spite of what he's trying to do, oh, God, take note of his threats and let him know that we are praying to you to empower us and make us even stronger than we were before. And we're going to look at the next part of this verse because, whoa, God loves a prayer like that. Love a prayer like that. And notice, he has a response. At that moment, at that moment, the earth shook beneath them. Now, let me ask you something. When was the last time you were in a prayer meeting when the earth shook beneath you? The earth shook beneath them, causing the building they were in to tremble. And each one of them was filled with the Holy Spirit. And they proclaimed the word of God with unrestrained boldness. Wow. (laughs) God heard their prayer. He gave them an affirmation that heaven took notice. He brought a trembling to the earth. He brought a trembling to the building, and the people were impressed with what they saw their God doing. And they said, oh, Father, we believe in you, and we now receive the power that you are demonstrating in the earth by equipping us to use our mouths as agents of the Lord Most High. We have seen and we have heard and we cannot this is what Peter and John said we cannot stop telling testifying about what we have seen and we have heard and when the people in the midst of that prayer meeting today felt the earth tremble when they felt the building tremble they were filled with the spirit of God and they took the filling and they began to speak and demonstrate the word of God courageously and in power. Oh, hallelujah, church. The true church will get excited about this word. Skeptics won't like it. Skeptics will find fault with this and they'll say, God doesn't do things like that anymore. God doesn't do those kinds of demonstrations in the midst of people. That faded out when the apostles died. That's what the skeptics say. But I declare to you that a skeptic will never see the power of God because they deny it. They talk about it, but they deny its power thereof. And the Lord has a charge against them and he calls them false prophets and false teachers 
And brothers and sisters, the true church are the ones who are in love with God, who are in love and demonstrated on other people. And they want the power of God to be manifested in all the earth. And they are not afraid in a time of trouble. They will go straight to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They will go to him in prayer and they will ask their God to take note of the threats that are coming against them. And they will pray for more boldness. They will become more emboldened. And when we begin praying prayers like this, we are going to see transformation happen within, first of all, you as an individual. Second of all, the groups that you are involved in. And third, in the world that you walk into on a daily basis. So I have a question for you, listeners, today. Do you trust in the name of the Lord your God? Do you fully trust in the name of the Lord your God? Or are you one who speaks about the name, but you deny the power thereof? Are you, listener, fully committed to praying for Jesus to bring you the victory despite the threats, despite the chaos, despite the lack of the spirits filling, perhaps in the body where you go to on a regular Sunday morning or participate in with your tithes and offerings? Are you afraid of speaking up for the cause of Christ? Are you afraid of what will come down on your head because of that. I want to encourage you today to step away from that fear. To be the leader that God has called you to be. Step into the charge that has been given to you as a believer in the God Most High. And to wear the robe of righteousness that he has given you. To trust him for the victory in every situation. And to love not your life even unto death. To be an overcomer. Revelation 12:11, Who testifies to the blood of Jesus. And who gives a testimony according to how Jesus has worked in your life. These are true overcomers. Are you an overcomer? Today is the day of repentance. Today is the day to embark on a new journey, to come out of fear and into faith, to be a a person who's committed to walk behind your shepherd, not to get ahead of him. In John chapter 10, again, those first five verses, the shepherd walks ahead of the sheep, and the sheep follow behind And they know his voice. And the sheep will not follow another because they don't recognize his voice. The true church are those who know the voice of their shepherd. How about us? We get to decide. 
And may God be with us during these days where fear has the very loud voice. But God is stronger than any fear. He is more powerful than any fear. And he is issuing an invitation for those who are willing to partner with him to pray prayers like this group of people prayed. Oh, Lord, empower us to preach and teach, to demonstrate with signs, wonders, and miracles more boldly than we ever have. Oh, Father, we ask you to equip us with more faith, to equip us, Lord, so that we are certain of where you are going and we will not fall prey to a false prophet or false teacher. We thank you, O oh Lord, for promising to, to, it, to keep the work going that you started and to bring it to completion within us. And church, if we will pray prayers like this and be devoted to the outcome, you will, like Joshua, have success wherever you go. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for being with us today. We thank you for this glorious chapter in the book of Acts that you moved Luke to write for us so beautifully in an organized, orderly fashion to give us words of encouragement, yes, words of warning, but words, Father, of life that motivate us to follow Jesus, who is your only begotten Son, who showed us by demonstrating true love, by laying down his life for his friends, who is calling us to do the same and to do it with a charge of strength and to not shrink back. In the name of Jesus, amen. God generation, He gives the joy of His salvation. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. As I watch the world around me, I can see His mighty hand. Delivering his people from the evil in this land. The wounded and the broken from the seed of Abraham. And led them through the wilderness into the promised land. In boundless love and mercy, he gave his only became the sacrifice for everyone. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. To every generation he gives the joy of his salvation. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. 
As I watch the world around me, I can see His mighty hand delivering His people from the evil in this land. The wounded and the broken from the seed of Abraham. And led them through the wilderness into the promised land. In boundless love and mercy, He gave His only Son, who became the sacrifice for everyone. Oh, God's mercy, so amazes me. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. To every generation, He gives the joy of His salvation. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. As I watch the world around me, I can see His mighty hand Delivering His people From the evil in this land The wounded and the broken From the seed of Abraham And led them through the wilderness Into the promised land In boundless love and mercy he gave His only Son, who became the sacrifice for everyone. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. To every generation, He gives the joy of His salvation. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. As I watch the world around me, I can see His mighty hand delivering His people. From the evil in this land The wounded and the broken From the seed of Abraham And led them through the wilderness Into the promised land In boundless love and mercy He gave His only Son Who became the sacrifice for everyone. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. To every generation, He gives the joy of His salvation. Oh, God's mercy so amazes me. As I watch the world around me, I 
can see his mighty hand delivering his people from the 